The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to High Tea with Carla Stilwell, a current affairs and pop culture panel discussion series focusing on black women's issues. Starring Carla Stilwell, featuring Tamara Anderson, special guest co-host, Derek Anthony. Here's your MC, Carla Stilwell. Welcome to High Tea with Carla Stilwell, a PoppyChuloRadio.com and iTunes exclusive. Poppy Chulo Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Monday, February 27th, 2017, and I am your host, Carla Stilwell. Welcome to this drinking white tear tea edition of High Tea. Come on in, have a seat. While I brew this special watery blue-eyed blend because it is <laughs> extra salty. Let me introduce to you my special, special guest at the tea table this evening. The lovely, talented, amazingly funny, beautiful, chocolatey um, Tamara Anderson who poops chocolate sprinkles. Welcome, Tamara. Hello! There she is. And now um, my other regular co uh, uh, um, guest, tea guest, is not available today, Makayla Blaze, because she is out here um, working for the Democratic Party, trying to um, save all of us from Trump. So I have a very special guest, the lovely and talented, our first male guest, Derek Anthony. A.K.A. Cotton Chappelle. Good evening, everyone. Ha-ha! Before we begin, here's our announcer with a few reminders on how you can interact with us. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash PCR. Hi, T. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for High Tea with Carla Stilwell and subscribe. Thanks, announcer. All right, y'all. Ooh-wee. Mm-mm-mm. These white people been crying. White tears. Whole. Salty. Hot. M- moist. Salty. White tears. I don't even know where the white tears begin. Let's start with this last week's of town hall meetings. America was 
was on fire this week when the Republicans and the Democrats from the House and um, from the Congress and the Senate went home to their districts for their district week. And um, the Republicans got played out. Or elderly white people from all over the nation went to these people's office to harass their congressmen all over the country about their health care and about Russia and a special prosecutor. These motherfuckers put their congressmen's names on milk cartons and put them in the grocery store. Say, have you seen these motherfuckers? They went ham and cheese. They were they were screaming shame at motherfuckers. It was crazy. Your and I was here for all of it. <laughs> I was here for all of it. I there's nothing I like more than watching uh, a public um, figure, a, a, a politician, dodge you like you owe their money. And you got a baseball bat looking for them to pay back. Oh, God. These motherfuckers was treating their constituents like bill collectors, baby. One of them, one of them got to the airport and did a whole duck and dodge and had to run out the back with the, with the trash. And No, I'm a senator. I got to exit out the back. Oh. I was like, dude, are you black now? You can only use the back door? What's happening? <laughs> well... You know, it's so interesting you said that, Derek, because... Why is that interesting? Well, it's interesting <laughs> because it leads into my point for bringing these white ears up. So the TheRoot.com um, wrote an op, a, a opinion piece this week called Welcome to the America Black People Have Always Lived In. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you're welcome. Here you go. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. So, what's so interesting about the, the protests, first of all, as a uh, Democrat and a quasi-progressive, I have to say that um, they warm my cockles. People in the street make me so happy i love it but the tone and the fre the fr the frenetic energy around these protests is hilarious because we black everybody on this phone is negro american mm -hmm. and none of this shit is new to us mm -hmm. and watching the veil be i mean people were crying and, and the Affordable Care Act. You motherfuckers didn't even know that the Affordable Care Act was Obamacare. Mm -hmm. You motherfuckers did this shit because you didn't think it would affect you. There was one woman at one of the town halls. She went hamburglar. She went cheese and grits. And your President Trump decided... He said he would bring these coal miners' jobs back. And we now know those jobs aren't coming back. Where the fuck you been? <laughs> what? 
Right. He fires people all the time. He closes shit up all the time and fires people. Yeah. Like that's what he does. Like yeah. what 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 were you all watching for 18 months? Because Nothing. all the all the black people, I'm sorry, all the black people, 90, what was it? 92% of the black people in the country saw this. We saw it. And now you're having buyer's remorse. And you can't turn it back because they don't take no return. <laughs> Let me say most of them saw it, not all. And here's why I say that. Uh, a friend of mine has another podcast that I listen to. And I had to go on his podcast one day because the person that he does the podcast with was um, well, yeah, Trump is attacking this pe these people and these people and these people, but he's not attacking black people. So, you know, it's okay. And I had to go uh -huh. on there and have some work. I had to go on there and have some words with him. Now, these was 20 some year olds, which is not a huge excuse. But I had to go on there and have some words with them that don't worry, dear. He just hasn't gotten around to you yet. But wait a minute. But wait a minute. Your time this is, is time. this is this is my problem with people of color. Um, and I and I think this is this is a blanket uh, problem. This is why it seems like so many of these Latinos have been shook. So many so many Asians have been shook by all of this that's going on because it's something in our communities of color where we decide that we can see the overt attack but we don't see the covert attack mm. if you're undermining the affordable care act you are attacking communities of color if you are giving banks back the uh, ability to give shitty ass loans and catch people up and uh in their mortgages and fuck up people's lives you are undermining people of color if you take away the black people specifically if you take away children's rights to be protected in their school that are transgender you're undermining the rights of anyone who is a protected class from being harassed And that's, that's where that's where we get fucked up. So this that that mm, well, it's also not. a problem too that people also don't understand like how these laws were created, right? Right. So everything right. falls under the Civil Rights Act, and then it's extended into the Matthew Shepard and James Byrd law, right? Like that's where they right. these things come from. Right. But we also didn't realize that the Affordable Health Care Act wasn't just insurance for people; it also changed rules about insurance. Period. Yes. Right. So if you're getting rid of it and you are like, well, I got insurance. Well, wait a minute, boo. It it changes the rules. It rolls back the rules that used to be there six years ago where you couldn't um, enroll your um, your husband because he had uh, he pre-existing pre condition. Yeah. So um, where you have to throw your child off your insurance right, when they like were still where, in like, college. And understand, <laughs> some states have always had robust insurance. Illinois is one of them. New York right. is one of them. Right. Has always had robust insurance. So it's easy in those states to get very comfortable, especially in those states. You know, people who need the HIV meds since the late 90s haven't had to pay for them. 
Right. As long as they do their doctor's visits, you know, twice a year and things like that, you have all the things there. But for everybody else who's in like, you know, like like a state like Pennsylvania, where it's a commonwealth state or it's a pay, you know, be what you will state as far as the laws are concerned, it that's what that did change. But it really made me real. I mean, this whole election just confirmed. It didn't make me realize when I talked to right. people, I realized how dumb as fuck people are all the time. But right. what, it, what it pointed out for everybody else in the cheap seats is that most people don't read the fine print. Nope. And most people nope. don't have an idea how things happen. Like, for example, mo while most states were looking at the nomination of Betsy De DeVos and being like, well, we already got our money for the next two years, so we're good. So then people are like, well, well, then who does it matter to? It matters for your college students because the Department yeah. of Education has a firm 90% hand grip in college money how financial aid is regulated and how it is given out, how it is protected, how, you know, with these for-profit schools that are out there, which, you know, one of them I work for, um, to make sure that students do not take too much money out, to make sure that they are actually getting degrees and not accumulating debt without getting a degree. So, yeah, that's important. And the person who's in charge of it should have an idea of how that works because they are in charge directly of those offices. Well, that's, it's, it's, it, it's important. Yeah. It's important because of what has happened with LGBT youth in schools, yep. because there was a fight. Jeff mm -hmm. Sessions decided that we're no longer dealing with these protections for these these um, transgender youth. And we're mm -hmm. not doing it. The Department of Justice is not doing it. And apparently from the leaks, Betsy DeVos tried to buck up on it and be like well and he was like no no nope. you have to agree and so then she rolled over like the dog that she is because that's why she's mm -hmm. there <laughs> well yeah because you put somebody like that's the thing like the the, the matthew shepherd which is really an extension of the disability act right yeah that protected act it has included gender and sexuality for now the past five or six six years right mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. it is a law so when you put the attorney general in charge of the laws, yes, because it's his interpretation of the law, which is what the which which is what the interim attorney general was trying to say before she got fired. Like I'm not going to interpret these laws the way you want me to interpret them. I'm going to interpret them the way they were written. Well, that's not well. She said that, and that's their that's what it looked like they fired her for, but they actually fired her. Because she went and she was like, Flynn is a lying sack of nut shit. <laughs> and I don't, and somebody needs to do something about this lying motherfucker because he was out here talking to the Russians um, before you were before president. Motherfucker. Right. So that's why she lost her job. But mm -hmm. that's okay. So now the Republican congressmen and women are crying all over the media about how they were beat up by their constituents and how this was how the protesters are paid and this is just the democrats butt hurt over their losing the election and america just needs to calm down because you oh. lost because dying is something you should 
dying when you don't have to is something you should remain calm about. Well, let, let me say, let, look, I, I posted this in one of my Facebook rants uh, about a week ago. Let me say it again for people in the back in the cheap in the cheap seats. For anybody listening, there is no Democrat, progressive, libertarian, Green Party, uh, independent voter that is mad that Hillary is not president for those reasons right now. Nope. Ain't nobody thinking about Hillary. The election except, is the except election. Except 45 who keeps breaking. <laughs> The rest of us are not thinking about Hillary. What people are angry about is this bullshit ass, bullshit ass, bullshit, this fascism, this Nazism that you motherfuckers is trying to pull. What people are worried about are their benefits and their rights as citizens. So let me just say that for the people in the back, people in cheap, cheap seats, let's clear that shit up. Nobody is angry about because real talk, real stories, and especially the progressives, did nobody want Hillary in there? No way, really. No, <laughs> no, no. Now no. we, 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 I, I we would be the first. I will be the first to admit I voted for her because I had to vote for her, but she wasn't my first choice. Because in the in the in the primaries, I voted for Bernie. As did I. I voted for Bernie just because Hillary needed to be woke. She was she was straight up sleepwalking at the beginning. And she needed to be shook and woke up. She needed to lose some votes. To get her mind right. And her mind was never going to be right because she's old guard. You know, I mean, that's just the truth. So they've been crying but what they really crying about is this Russia shit. Ooh, family. When I tell you I make a hot steaming cup of blue-eyed white tea blend, mm, and I sip it every time a reporter screams Russia. <laughs> oh, I oh, God. I watched the press conference today. The press conference <laughs> today. Oh, I and Sean Spicy Spicer <laughs> stood at the podium and literally said, how many times are we going to have to answer this question about Russia? <laughs> at which point, two reporters later said, so about Russia. <laughs> <laughs>
uh, Aryan Nation Conference of Whiteness, whatever they call that shit. And um, Trump was there talking about the media and Bannon was there talking about the media is the opposition party and our job is to undermine all of all of the structures in government and tear it all down. This is what this motherfucker says. So all this shit's going on at CPAC. Then this little motherfucker Spicer, that little chihuahua, that little fat ass rat dog held a press briefing where he banned The Hill, The Daily Mail, New York (laughs) Daily, BuzzFeed, CNN, The LA Times, Politico, The BBC, and The Huffington Post. The Washington Post and Time Time Magazine and the Associated Press all said, and I ain't going neither, because this some bullshit. So they Mm -hmm. boycotted. Yep. Yep. What country is this? The country with no press is allowed at the press conference. Because mm. we don't want you to know what we're talking about. Which is very like, you know, early Hitler. Like when he was setting up his regime. Like he yes. first it was boycott press and, you know, ban press and free press. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this happens in all dictatorships. You ladies are, are of age enough to remember the the miniseries correct yes 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 it was the same way when they came because i'd be on because i'd be on my v so the visitors <laughs> the aliens they come yeah. yes and they and they invite the people to get to know them and then the first thing they do is take over the media and the yes. second thing they do is discredit the scientists and the third thing they do is create the visitor youth, which allows the children around the world to be part of their organization and spy on their parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing happened in the Left Behind series. Yeah. When the yeah. Right? Is taking is 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 making scientists not speak the truth. Yeah. Controlling the media. Making you think that you're going to have a peace treaty when you're not. Yeah. But, but, but does art imitate life? Or does life imitate art? I think art imitates life. We've well, had, all I know is had, that Zach... I'm sorry. What were you saying? I'll, I'll just say all I know is that Zachary Quanto is doing the audio book for 1984 right now over at audible.com. That's all I'm going to say about that. Because... Oh, yeah. Because yeah. the shit has already been laid out for us. We have seen this happen. And what I am most pleased about is Americans do not seem to be going quietly into that good night. Mm-mm. Like no, I mean, no actually, this, this is just the election we needed. Because if we had gotten, if Hillary had been elected, we would have still been complacent as business as usual. Like, this has brought everything to surface from everybody from previous presidents every everybody's dirty laundry that has not been fixed that has now led to this 45 having a negative 41 percent approval rate this week 
is basically what people needed. Like I've never seen, I've seen people like knocking on doors and harassing their senators. I've never, people who never did that stuff before. No, this, like is, the, this is the first time in my memory that politicians were actually afraid of their constituents. Because it's, it, they should be. Yeah. They should be. So here's the other little sneaky, nasty shit that um, Spicer did. Um, uh, this was a, I, I thought it was a New York Times story, but it was a political story. Political. Apparently, um, it was leaked that these motherfuckers called the whole um, White House press staff in. Oh, yes. I love this. And um, made them give up both their work and cell phones so they could be checked to find out if anyone in the press office was leaking this information. Because the leaks are the problem. It's not rushed. This, it's the this leaks. is bad. This has been, without a doubt, the biggest ever push of stop snitching that I have ever seen before in my life. Because that's all this is. This is political stop snitching. Snitches get stitches. Well, apparently it ain't working on a whole bunch of motherfuckers. And let me and what and and this is how this. I guess this is why. Uh, people like us are referred to as the um, uh, intellectual elites and why we are so annoying to Trump supporters and people that follow this bullshit because they're they're evil, they're maniacal, but they're not thinkers. What would make you think that a motherfucker that was doing leaks from the White House would be doing it from any phone with their name on it? Right! Don't you watch Scandal? Everybody got a burner phone. Everybody got a burner phone. You got a burner phone outside the welfare office and make some things. They connected enough. You can buy a burner phone from the 7-Eleven. Carla, did you hear about about the leak from um, um, Homeland Security? Which one? Derek? Okay, <laughs> that's that, that's true. This particular leak was about the White House coming to Homeland Security and telling them to find evidence mm-hmm. to support the travel ban. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that was on Rachel Maddow. Okay. I saw that. That was on Rachel Maddow. Um, and, then it got, and then it got leaked. And then the actual... Um, report that the that Homeland Security came up with was that there's no evidence to support the motherfucking travel ban at all. And the head of Homeland decided to sit on the report. Well, you well they told them they forced them to sit on the report, but somebody leaked it. Yeah. <laughs> somebody printed it up, put it in their shoe, and left work that day. And ran over to the Associated Press and said, Ooh, girl, here, I got something for you. <laughs> I feel like the director just handed it over to somebody after he said, Okay. Mm-hmm. He would call the assistant and said, Can you take this over to the Associated Press to tell them to put in a story? Thank you. Because I, I'm just like, What, what? You, you people are evil. You're maniacal. 
you you worked your folks up into a frenzy you got all of these seats that's great but you don't think because you did not even win half of the pop half of the votes in the country mm-hmm. you literally are one third this what's going on these people controlling uh, congress and the white house are one third of the motherfucking population and their and their supporters one third of the united states population the rest of us and the, rest, the, the rest of them are like v for vendetta like, <laughs> they're like, like oh we got you like y'all gonna do this shit but you can't you can't do it so speaking of the press cheeto isn't going to the White House Correspondents Dinner. (laughs) I think his little bitty fear wings are upset with people with the press. Well, they might as well just not have it then if he's not going to call. Well, now that he's not going, all of the outlets that were going to boycott are going to go now. So... They were like, I just bought a dress for this shit. They were like, I got this is like my networking. This is my time to find a husband, a wife, a partner, all the above, a small child, somebody who makes more money than me. This is where I get the connections, where I get my free hotel room that's tax deductible for the one time this year. Glad he ain't out coming. I was wondering how I was gonna recoup from that. <laughs> like apparently this is a celebratory moment for the press. Everybody's like Oh, that won't be there. Oh, we don't have to watch him and his wife pretend to have a happy marriage. Oh. oh. Now, Carla, do you really think that he was going to bring his wife? <laughs> well, or one of his daughter, Or was he going to bring his daughter wife? I was about to say, both of them are his wives, so, you know. Because I see, I see, what's her name? The, the, the girl, way more than I see the wife. Well, now, here's what's funny. So, child, this motherfucker, Trump, okay, you know, there was the attack in Yemen, right? Mm-hmm. The Navy SEAL that died. Um, They brought his body home today. Uh, well, yesterday, I'm sorry. And Donald Trump took his daughter-wife, Ivanka, with him to... Um, uh, be there when the body arrived from this attack. Then he came back and he did this whole like press. He was talking and I was and I met the family and they were so understanding and I told them he was a hero and well lies. Apparently the father did an uh, interview with the um, uh, Miami Herald that got, you know, leaked to the Washington Post. Well, not leaked, but reported on again by the Washington Post. And the father was like, I refuse to meet with him. He's telling a lie out his face. And I'm going to get this guy's name uh, before we um, are done with this today. Um, He was like, I'm refused. I refuse to meet with him. He's telling a lie, and I need them to investigate what happened to my boy. Bum, bum, bum. Mm. So intrigue. So he's out here misrepresenting his 
relationship with dead um, Navy SEALs um, family members. But I, it came up because he brought his, because he took his daughter with him, you know, something that um, First Lady o Obama did herself, right? Yeah. I'm just, you know, Michelle would have been there to um, greet that family. Support her husband and her country. Support her family and her country. Because just she saying. was a patriot. She was she was kind of a patriot, like a hundred percent kind, like a little bit of a patriot. Yeah, yeah, a touch. yeah. This, she yeah, was this, a touch. this, this wasn't, you know, this this wasn't an ego boost for her husband. This wasn't the ego boost for that family. And you know, we talk about the husband. We talk about we talk about uh, Barack. We talk about Michelle. When we should talk about the whole family because that was a sacrifice the whole family made. Oh yes, and they did beautifully. Yes, they did. But anyway, oh, just off, just off of everything. Did y'all see when uh, Barry showed up in New York? Did y'all see that footage? I saw it, and I heard some screaming from Manhattan, but I didn't know what it was. <laughs> Turned out it was the people screaming for Barack, and I wish I could have been there. Oh, he looked good, baby. He Ooh. really does. He looks real relaxed. Oh. And even though his hair is still going gray, it's 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 like it's like that tension gray. It's like a vacation. This job, eight years of this job, and you're not dead. Please, goodness, yeah. I mean, and he and he's dressing so snazzy. I'm like, he's no longer wearing his presidential suits. He's wearing his regular clothes. Oh God! Oh, be still, my heart. Barry walking around with no town. He his strut. He got that pep in his step. And he has that smile back that he had before he was elected. Yes, he is happy about it. With a little sun and a little vacation and some real good food. He done probably smoked him a couple of cigarettes too. I bet you I'm he sure. had one or two. I'm certain he, he's like I just I need a little tobacco. Maybe he's smoking us with God now. Oh God! But anyway. We, you know, I'm off of my crush uh, on Barack Obama. Oof, that's a fine man. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm gonna have to put you on that, baby. Do you see his tan? though? he didn't go. Oh, mm. Barry. Okay, he's almost so he's almost as dark as you think you are, Carla. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Were you saying something? I couldn't. Yeah. Okay. Go on ahead. What I was. Mean? I was sitting here stunned that my good girlfriend, who I only say nice shit to, turned on me at the tea table, over the crumpets, bitch, over the crumpets. <laughs> it was just a little tease. It was, you know, come from a real place. You know, I'm just happy. I'm just happy your prayer hands finally match your real complexion. And you got rid of the little chocolate ones. Because I was like, well, those are my hands. How you using the same ones I'm using? You know, listening, listeners, <laughs> I just, I, I, need, I need you all to know 
that I'm not that light skinned. I got okay. nothing for love for you. I was raised are, by two old oh. black women, and I am a guest here, so I don't go to other people's house and comment on stuff like this. Thank you, Derek. Deep on the deep, deep, deep on the inside, he wants to say something because he knows it's the truth. Let me tell you something. All listeners, black women. Listeners, I am deep, dark, Carmely. Carmely. Carmely with freckles. Carmely with freckles, which is fine. Black comes in all colors, and Carla is one of those colors. Gotta bring my freckles into this. Now that's the rudest shit you've done today. I'm not talking about this anymore. I'm gonna talk about Senator Isa Isa on Bill Maher on Friday. I love you too, old heifer. Anyway, so uh, there are starting to be some Republican blood in the water, though. There's some Republicans mm. that are going that are starting to cut bait. Because they went home and they had all those white tears at the doorsteps of their congressional office. And one of them is Senator Issa. So he is top ranking Republican, but he is up for reelection and he's a California senator. Is he California or is he New York? Um, he's New York. I think he's New York. New York. I think he is. New yes, York. he's New York. He is up for reelection next year. So Bill Maher asked him poignantly, he said, so, uh, my brother, do you think Jeff Sessions needs to be investigating this Russia attacks? He said, no, I think my friend Jeff Sessions needs to recuse himself and an independent counsel needs to be an independent investigatory body needs to be brought in to review these uh, Russia ties. Not John McCain, mm. not Lindsey Graham. Mm. It's a new one. Now, word on the street is the because everything's leaking. Word it on is the Cali. street. Isa is Cali. It is Cali, California. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, word on the street is uh, there are many Republicans that are real shook right now. But they ain't talking in public because they scared of these tweets from the <laughs> Cheeto. But Isa clearly don't give a fuck. So today, uh, another California representative, Nunes, who is the um, chairman of the um, investigative committee um, in the House, got on the news media's today and was like why we uh, don't have to have a special prosecutor because there's nothing there's no evidence that anything that anybody broke any laws what mm. so all of the um democrats have been on the news all day today talking about well I, well, no, we don't know what evidence it is because we haven't even started our investigation. Stop telling lies. It also came out that the chairman of this committee, the intelligence committee um, of the um, who is on the um, Senate side, was calling reporters, <clears throat> telling reporters 
it's really nothing to these allegations. So y'all can stop. Yeah. Do not look at the man behind the behind the counter. <laughs> y'all can really stop talking about this shit, you know. Cause this Russia shit, I'm on the intelligence committee and I'm telling you ain't nothing to see here. Well, the leaks are saying different because the press hasn't stopped talking. Moo hoo hoo hoo. Ha ha ha. Hashtag Moo hoo hoo. So, I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand investigating yourself. You know, you ask a six-year-old, did you take that cookie? No, I did not. Well, I need you to investigate. Did you take the cookie or not? Okay, I'm going to do that. No, I didn't take the cookie. Those are our final findings. What the hell, man? What the hell? But here, here's what. It's all okay. It's all okay because people just have to keep the pressure on for 18 months. Not even. If we keep the pressure on as a, as a country, by the end of this year, when motherfuckers got to gear up for their elections next year, mm-hmm. motherfuckers are going to start cutting bait with that motherfucker. We just got to get to September. And time is time is a ticket. We just got to get to September. I don't really see that being a problem because every week we got to march for something else. Every week get on the TV and say some shit that we got to march about. We just changing signs. (laughs) Start making the signs with those erase markers (laughs) and the whiteboard. This week we marched for this. Well, you know, that's why the, the last week's Not My President's President Day marches made me tickle because it was like, fuck it, just bring all your signs from all your shit. The women came out, Black Lives Matter people came out, everybody, motherfuckers was TPP motherfuckers was out, the motherfucking uh, Dakota, Dakota Pipeline motherfuckers, everybody was on the street all at the same time. There's like, somebody in front of the White House every day. Like you go to DC, you're like, oh, it's another. What protest is this? Every day, there's somebody I, in front of the White House. I want to go. I want to make a sign that says, "I don't like none of this shit." Like, and just <laughs> and go to every rally and say with my sign that says, "I don't like none of this shit." All this shit sucks. All this shit sucks. All this shit sucks. <laughs> so you know, uh, we liberals must talk about our own sorry asses as well. <sighs> yes, we do. <sighs> Motherfucking Democrats. You fucking punk ass, teary ass, weak ass babies. So, Democratic National Chair um, uh, elections were this weekend. It was Saturday. It came down. It was some other motherfuckers running um but it came down to Tom Perez, who used to be the um, labor secretary under um, the Obama administration, and Keith Ellison, Democrat from uh, uh, Minnesota, who is both is who is Muslim. Um, both are men of color, so um, the progressives were really pushing for Keith Ellison. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and most, you know, most of us who are uh, over this shit are we're pushing for the progressive. But you know, those motherfuckers weren't gonna let that Muslim. They couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. So the they it actually came down to like multiple votes. Like they had to do like two votes. Yep. Because it was so the count was so close between Tom Perez and Keith Ellison. Um, but Tom Perez edged him out because there was some weak ass, moist ass, punk ass, scary ass, bitch ass babies. <laughs> that caved. Oh my god, that sigh. It was like dang. Cause I'm tired. Cause, cause tomorrow. Here's the thing. I am tired. I am tired of watching the Democrats bring shade to a gunfight. Well, they've now, been doing it for so long. I think the thing is, is that they've been doing it for yeah, they've been doing it for so long. Like half of the bad ideas have come from like have originated with the Democratic Party. So yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. we've been doing this for so long. After a while, you just have to be like... Which is why I need you to do something different. I need you to right. do something different. I need you to pick when, something mm-hmm. I need you to go to a whole new tree and pick something. Because that vine is old and rotted. That's why the 2018 election is not just about Democrats and Republicans. It's about getting rid of people who haven't been doing shit for the yeah. last 10 years. Period. Well, this is this is my hope. Because Keith Ellison, I don't know if you guys watched him speak um, Saturday, but he rose above it, period. He was like, we have to do this work together. Uh, Tom Perez appointed him his deputy chair on the spot. So... um, and Tom Perez isn't, he ain't really no punk. You know what I'm saying? He's not a. Oh, no, he's he, not he's a no not punk. Like, he ain't, it ain't like they voted Hillary. You know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't no, he ain't no sucker. But it's just that they needed to take that next step. Yeah. Keith was the next step. In this fight. And it's not that I think Tom Perez is going to roll over. I do like the fact that the conversations were more about these under racist, these low down ballot races. Um, that the Democratic Party is starting to understand that they have to invest in, um, in local government mm-hmm. and state government. Um, I know that Keith Ellison feels that way. I know I, 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 I respect Tom Perez. So I'm also, I am, you know, I feel something. It's at least these are two men of color, which is a perspective that needs to be at the leadership of the Democratic National Party because we saw what we had with Diane, um, what's her name, Feinstein. Mm-hmm. Um, we we had the the soccer mom perspective that did not get us anywhere as a party. Not nowhere. <laughs> so, um, well, it got us a lot of seats lost over time, over eight years. So, because she was not a fighter, 
Um, so <sighs> I'm just disappointed. Taking a moment of silence for all the democratic fairies that just died in this conversation. They did. They did. I see them outside my window. I'm gonna have to um, uh, after after we get uh, after we leave this table. I'm gonna have to clap and bring them back to life. They <laughs> bring them back. Like, oh, democratic fairies. Oh, democratic fairies. So, speaking of white tears. Biggest teariest white white cry moment last night happened at the Oscars. Mm. <laughs> ah, mm. All the saints, all the Orishas, all the Yamas, all of the ancestors, all of the all of our ancestors from the Middle Passage came and righted that ship. So La La Land was best picture for two minutes and 13 seconds but then it wasn't and the best face goes to Meryl Street who literally looked like what the fuck just happened what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> her face was priceless her face was like really wow. I also enjoyed Taraji's face because oh, Taraji yeah. just whooped out her phone and jumped up and down with her pink phone and took video of the whole thing. So <laughs> people were like people were like, what the fuck? Huh? Okay. David David O was the best face. His face was like, oh damn, this is awesome. His face was like, I loved his face too. It was a lot. So that I was all of that because when they announced La La Land, I turned the television. My girlfriend threw the threw the damn remote at her TV and said explicative and left. And then people had to call her back. It changed. It changed. What? What's up? Yeah. That's what happened with my Facebook feed. I had people. It was Moonlight. No, it was La La Land. No, no, they changed it. Turn back. Turn back. I had like people running into the room because you y'all know i don't watch award shows i just i just hit the highlights all night and it was like lies confusion guess what happened i was like oh jesus christ let us pray all the orishas all of the ancestors came down and said lies this white ass white movie cannot win this year we have lost enough the election the Atlanta Falcons wa- lost the damn Super Bowl. No, the the there was like bl- black people have lost enough this year. Now, has anybody sitting at the table actually seen La La Land? Yes, I have. I saw it. I, I refuse. I, re- I refuse. I refuse. Because okay. I'm a SAG as a SAG member, I had to watch yeah. it to vote. Okay. So I well. did watch it, um, but I I did not watch Manchester by the Sea because of all his crazy went on but I did watch La La Land and it was free and <laughs> um, I mean even Emma Stone when she talks about her part she literally says if you listen to this speech versus the speech she had what was the movie she was in with um, a couple years back with the guy I love uh, Michael Keaton 
A Birdman? Mm-hmm. Birdman? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when you listen to this speak, when you listen to her interviews about this movie, she says the same three things. Oh, well, you know, I, I, I remember living in L.A. and auditions were totally like that. Like, it's so superficial. Like, it's nothing, no wash in, like, what she's talking about. Like, even they are not convinced <laughs> what the film was about. Like, and the thing is, I won't even get into it. It was terrible. And I, and I, and Maya and I both watched it. And my daughter was like, was that done on purpose? I'm confused. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> well, and I mean, Kyla knows how Maya is about movies. Like we're like the same. So, like for her, to, she was like, uh, I don't nope. even know what just happened. So, yeah. So anyway, I, I, I saw it only because the other half is an Oscar aficionado. Yeah, and we yeah, saw, you see everything. Yeah, I see. And everything. we saw, and we saw all, we saw all of them. AMC has this thing over two Saturdays. You get to see all nine movies. And yeah, um, I mean, the montage was really powerful. The montage was really powerful, but it could have been the whole movie for me. It and could I have been cool. the whole movie, and it was also such. It was so crazy because Whiplash was really a good movie, and then yeah, this made so i'm yeah that's all i'm so this was not a good so this was not a good movie this was not a good musical um he played four notes and he never played with both hands let me just say i'm sorry and he looked at his feet (laughs) when he danced oh god so i'm gonna i'm gonna because i because my point wasn't to discuss the movie so much Yeah, because i really don't want to talk about this white no so i'm just i'm gonna finish I'm going to finish with what I have told people repeatedly. Have you ever pleasured yourself in such a way that you felt you deserved an award after? This was Hollywood promoting that movie to get Picture of the Year. That mm-hmm. was perfect. Perfect analogy. Because it sucked mm-hmm. ass. I hate the damn movie. God damn it. Mm. Ugh. Well, that's over. This whole season is... Um... And that third producer was an ass. I don't don't want to talk about that cunt bag now that I know that he knew. He fucking knew that they hadn't won. He still want to give his speech? Fuck you. He should have done what the first producer, after he gave his, after he said, oh, by the way, we lost. And then the first producer came up and said, yeah, uh, yeah, Moonlight actually won everybody. He should have been doing that instead of thanking his blue-eyed wives. Oof. That creeped me out. That creeped me. That made so me everybody, very, else, everybody else up there was like congratulating Moonlight. So he stuck yeah. out like a sore thumb. Like, like everybody was, was like, everybody was like, yes. Even Ryan Gosling laughing was basically <laughs> saying like, amen. You know what I'm saying? It was like they everybody was doing the right thing. And he did and it also and it also robbed the Moonlight cast of their uh time. Because for whatever reason, this mistake didn't warrant them to push the fucking commercials back or whatever, right? This wasn't enough to push the time back. The motherfucking Oscars always go over time. I don't know why they had to start the music on the Moonlight cast. But that's okay. It's fine. Because they won. And um, Terrell Alvin McCraney 
is a lovely individual. I know him personally. Um, he is the uh, writer who this film was adapted from his original work. He is a playwright. He is a phenomenal person. So it could not happen, have happened to a nicer boy. Nicer at all. But the Oscars did lend some, um, some, some first. There were a lot of firsts that happened last night. Uh, so tonight I'm going to give out my awards. Um, the winners of the blackest, most colored Negro awards this week go to Viola Davis, Mother Viola. Um, she's not an EGOT because she doesn't have a Grammy. No. But she is the first black woman to win uh, uh, Emmy an Oscar and a Tony for acting. So shout out to her. Um, shout out to Marshala Ali for mm. being the first Muslim to win an Oscar. And the whole team of Moonlight. So they all get um, a Blackest Most Colored Negro Award this week. Um, I also have um, what Gary from Chicago. Yeah. From the, <laughs> from the Oscar. <sighs> Gary from Chicago and his and his um, fiance Vicky get the blackest most colored award because they uh, <laughs> because <laughs> Jimmy Wait, Kimball what? Jimmy Kimball says it looks like you're ignoring you're only paying attention to the black actors and he said I am <laughs> I've never been more delighted in my life in oh, my life. Uh, that's this my hometown baby well it's all our hometown so yeah he was like uh, uh yeah that's what I'm doing yeah pretty much um <laughs> Just believe Alvin did not see La La Land. <laughs> no, no. And um, uh, and shout out to Marshala and Denzel for taking uh <laughs> pictures, doing selfies, and letting um uh, uh Calvin go to uh letting Calvin hold the Oscar. So shout out to all of that Chicago coloredness that happened. It was phenomenal. Now, uh, another recipient of the Blackest Most Colored Negro Award goes to Jordan Peele. Yeah. If you have not seen Get Out, baby, when I tell you this movie is socially so on point, I will not do any spoilers, but it is a must-see and it broke box office this weekend. It knocked Lego Batman off the top. It is it earned thirty point five million dollars, and it got a rare and coveted one hundred percent fresh from Rotten Tomatoes. It is an amazing, phenomenal. It is it is a as brilliant piece of work brilliant piece of work so yes go see that and lastly now neither one of you all listen to rap and hip-hop and shit do you mm -mm. no i don't 
Now, so but so I don't know if you all know about the beef between. Oh yeah, I heard Re- about it. Remy Ma and Nicki Minaj. My timeline filled up on it Saturday. <laughs> and I don't know if either one of you all went and listened to Sheether. But as people who are petty and appreciate pettiness, you have to go. Remy Ma did the coldest most vicious most diabolical hatchet job on Nicki Minaj I've ever seen happen on wax it's bloody it's vile she talks about how the girls couldn't have sex with her boyfriend for three months because her um, uh, her implants and her ass popped she tells all about how her contracts make her only get 35 cent on a dollar and her money. She talks about all the different people the girl has slept with. She talks about all the girls ghost riders. She said the girl sniff cocaine and does ecstasy. I'm telling you, for all of you that are not at the table and listening to the sound of my voice, if you are petty, and you have not listened to Shifa, you must. Remy Ma wow. gets the blackest, most colored Negro award for her complete annihilation. I mean, she took this girl's head off, scalped her, took off her wig and her real hair, and snatched her ball. So... It's brilliant. It's a brilliant oh, wow. snatching. It's, okay, it's well, a, I will check it out. You have to, you, you must, you must. And y'all know I am a lifelong fan of the rap battle and hip hop. I have my favorite um, diss tracks, but this one has moved up. And this shit's so diabolical. It's now on iTunes selling at number nine. <laughs> <laughs> She released it free on SoundCloud, but now it's selling on iTunes. Oh God! <laughs> it's so. So yes, you you have to do that, and with that, and with that, lady and germ, this party is over. I'm about to wash out these cups. And put y'all out my house. <laughs> ah, what a wonderful well, you show. got to go. You got to go. Y'all ain't got to go home. But you got to get a hill up out of here. Join us next time for a brand new installment of High Tea with Carla Stilwell. Once again, here's our announcer with a few reminders on how you can interact with us. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for High Tea with Carla Stillwell and subscribe. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash PCR High Tea. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr. Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? 
Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Thanks, announcer. Co-host, please, please wish the listeners a good night. Good night. Good night, listeners. And Carla, thank you for inviting me to the table. You were amazing. And you and you might get an invitation back. (laughs) You didn't show out at my house at all. I tried. Uh, (laughs) Download new episodes of High Tea with Carla Stillwell every Tuesday via iTunes and the Poppy Chulo Radio Archives. Thank you all so much for joining us and good night.